Hey, what's going on? Welcome to the Straight Out the Den podcast. Uh, today's podcast is brought to you by Lander. Based in Montreal, Canada, Lander is the world's first intelligent drag and drop instant mastering service. Uh, just for being a listener to today's podcast, we're going to give you a free trial. All you got to do is go to lander.com. That's L A N D R.com slash promo slash S O D D. You go there, you're going to get a free trial, which includes two free MP3s of your master. Uh, so go and check it out. Let me know what you think, but most importantly, let Lander know that straight out the den sent you. Uh, today's podcast is also brought to you by Raps and Hustles. They're offering reposting services on their SoundCloud, also video services in the tri state area. So hey, go ahead and go there right now. Everything is spelled correctly. It's rapsandhustles.com. Let them know that straight out the den sent you. Uh, this week's podcast is also brought to you. We are proud, proud to present that we are part of the Indie Creative Network. Uh, you heard me say this quite a few times, uh, but we, we are a part of the Indie Creative Network. Uh, so shout out to the team there and everything uh, that's dope there. Just curating content that's for, for us, uh, for, for, for um, our communities. And they're allowing our voices to speak up and talk about some real issues. So uh, go to the Indie Creative Network. Dot com. Go there. You can um, from the website, you can actually uh, sign up for the 140 characters or less uh, newsletter that will give you all the great content uh, that you guys hear here. Um, and along with other dope podcasts, uh, you can also just download the app uh, and get those podcasts downloaded directly to you as well. So uh, any creative network, shout out to them. Um, you guys may hear I'm, I'm super excited today uh, to talk about um Something that, truth be told, came on my radar like out of nowhere. It's something that I've always talked about, always thought about. Uh, but, you know, someone said something, and, and I'm, I'm going to be very specific. It wasn't just someone. Uh, shout out to King J. Uh, he was on his um, Facebook page earlier today, or it might even have been yesterday or whatever the time was. I just saw it. And when I saw it, I was like, okay, this is instantly, this has to be uh, the podcast for this week. Uh, not only what he wrote was so great, but um, it's so much to what he said. And, and so I'm just going to share with you his status. Uh, uh, shout out to King J again. Uh, he's a, he's an artist out of, um, he's based here in Atlanta. Um, I believe he's from Alabama. And, and I've interviewed him a couple of times on a different platform to get Hennessy show Monday nights at 7 p.m livehiphopdaily.tv. I know I'm plugging, but hey, you guys get it. Uh, so check this out. So what he said was like, why bring a million people on stage with you? Like, it's like your show would look so much better if all of them were in the crowd going crazy. But what do I know? So when I've read that, it just sparked something in me. I was like, yeah, we definitely got to talk about this on the podcast today, right? So I'm just going to start right there and dive right in. Uh, I'm going to be all over the place. I did not take notes. I really saw that and and I was like instantly I gotta record something uh because it was right on fresh on my brain so if I'm a little bit redundant I apologize in advance I really didn't write this stuff down I'm going off the top of my head but there's so many ideas that I wanted to get out and spew to you guys immediately so I'm just gonna start right there how many of you have been to a show uh and it doesn't even have to be an independent show it can be a show of a, a popular artist um someone's already established but you get there and you go to see this one artist and maybe a couple of features, but this artist hops on stage and they're about 15, 20 people deep. Right. Uh, it is crazy. You never get a chance. And, and it is not just 15 to 20 people deep. You have about five of those people have microphones and they're not a part of the record. Don't understand that. Never understood it. It happens. And it's been happening forever and ever in hip hop, writing and rapping, all of that. So 
Here's the thing, uh, something very quick. You've been in that position before. You've seen it happen. Uh, you probably had something to say about it. You probably didn't enjoy the experience as much. And it's like, hey, that was an established artist. So let's pull it back a little bit for, for an artist that is uh, on the come up, on the rise, underground artist that, that's, you know, trying to get their name known. Right. So I'm just going to quickly explain why that tactic is the wrong thing for you to do. Right. So if you're new, number one. I don't know you. So if I don't know you and you're on stage with about, let's be roughly, roughly say 10 people on stage with you, right? I think that's a fair number, 10 people. So if you're on stage with 10 people, if I don't know you, then it's hard for me to decipher who is the top gun, who, who is the artist that I need to pay attention to, whose songs that does, does this, you know, belong to this performance belong to. That's hard for me to see if I don't know you, right? So now I'm in the audience and I'm looking at 10 people. Now, here's one thing that you may or may not understand about being an independent artist and being unknown. It's hard for people to accept your music, right? People don't want to accept something as soon as you, you know, you spew it out or you uh, perform it. You know, they, they have to take it in if they've never heard you before. We're talking about never heard any of your music, don't know who you are. They're just happen to be at a show and they see you, Right. So here, here's the issue with having that many people on stage with you currently. If you have those people right there on stage and it's hard to decipher who's who, I'm immediately turned off as a fan because now uh, you've made it already confusing. I already don't know you, but now I have to try to figure out who is who with all of these people on stage. And now you got to make me love a song with all of these artists on stage and, and homeboys on stage jumping around, having a good time. You think it's cool. You, you know, you're hugging and you're showing love to your crew and all of that. Trust me, it hurts your live performance and, and it's going to hurt and it's going to continue to hurt over and over and over again. Right. So here's the thing. Just like King J said, what you want to do and it's a it's a it's a tactic uh, called stack your audience. Right. So if you got 10 people that's willing to come out to your show, number one, that's super dope that you have that. Uh, that's that's great uh, that you have that kind of um um, support system. Hopefully those 10 people are paying and they're not just saying that, Hey, they're part of the performance and want to get on stage with you. Uh, so they can, you know, um, quote unquote, um, you know, build something here and, and they're part of the, the performance. Uh, that's not the way to go, but if they're paying people, um, or paid, you know, people to come to the show, uh, and, and you have 10 people, you want to do this. It's called stack the audience. And so, so it's very simple, right? If you have a, a nice size audience and, and you know, most shows early on, they're going to be fairly small. So we're looking at about a hundred people, right? That's a fair estimate. So if you're bringing 10 people to your show and it's a hundred people, then you already got 10% of the audience there, which is great. That's a, that's a huge start. So what you want to do, is it's just simply stack. So if you have that 10, we're just going to do a simple stack. You're going to start with four people, have those four people up front, kind of spread them out along the stage. So you got one person on the, on the immediate right, one person toward the, the mid right, one person mid left, and the other person all the way on the left side of the stage. You got four people up there that know your records, know your songs, love it. They're everything to you. They're going to make you look huge, right? So you have those four people there. Now, Maybe about if you give yourself a room, maybe like a foot or two behind that, you have another row of three people. Right. 
So what that is, that's going to create this wave effect. You see what I'm doing here? I'm doing like a almost like a bowling alley, some bowling balls, right? Bowling pins, excuse me. So you've got four up front. Then that next row that a couple of feet back, you have three people there. Kind of spread them out. So now you have one that's in between the the, um, the dead right and the uh, middle center. You have some kind of in, in between there. Uh, and just picture picture like you have um, some pins at a bowling alley i'm serious this is how you want it to go the only difference is you're not worrying about the one in the very uh front you're looking at it as almost like reverse pins so you want the majority of the people up front and kind of move back so it's like a reverse reverse bowling alley pin situation hopefully you can visualize this i'm sorry if i'm being a little bit unclear so you're four up front a couple of feet back you got three there Spread those out just like bowling pins. Then a couple of feet after that, you have two people. And then in the very back, you got one, right? And so let me show you what this is going to do. Of course, if you have those four people up front, they're going to be dancing. They're going to be having a good time. They're going to be talking. They're going to be loud. They're going to be cheering. They're going to know all the lyrics. And, and what they're going to do is cause people to look around like and feel one thing that people don't like at a show is to feel like they're being left out. Right. So if you have four people up front at the very front of the stage that's giving out all of that energy and absolutely showing people that hey this is the record that you need to love they're going to start to like you know bob their head a little bit they're going to look around and feel like okay maybe i need to get into this record so now you have people that were up front creating this this wave now you have the people that's kind of sprinkled around uh the front also they're they're going to start you know okay let's move a little bit closer to the stage and get into the energy now those people that were the, the three people that were a couple of feet behind your four main up front they're doing the same thing same type of effect but they're more so in the middle of the pack the middle of the crowd they're going to get people to kind of move up a little bit further anyway right and, and the same thing is going to keep happening as you go on and on and on toward the back to that last person in the back now the job for the last person in the very back of the stage they actually have the number one job for one they're dead center of the stage Number two, they're showing that, you know what, I don't have to be all the way up front to enjoy a performance. I can be hype and crunk and, and every other adjective you can think about in the very back. Because what I'm doing back here is I'm catching all the people that sit around the bar, all the people that are sitting down that don't want to stand up. I'm catching their energy. So these people are seeing me be active in the very back and they say like man if this guy here is active back here maybe we can get involved a little bit so they might not stand up they may continue to sit down in their chairs and sit down at the bar but what's going to happen is because he is so close to them they're going to turn around and now pay attention to the stage and that's all you want to happen you just want them to pay attention to what you have going on on stage they don't have to get up and move they don't have to know word for word. All you want them to do is see your performance enough and long enough for them to get an idea of who you are as an artist. Right. And once that happens, you can kind of build on, on, on that. Right. So here we go. Now that you have that that type of bowling ball, bowling pin effect going on at your live show, here's what you're going to do. It's just rinse and repeat. Right. You're going to keep doing this every single show. Every single show. And hopefully what will happen is your audience will go from those 10 people that are cool with you that want to show up at every show to maybe 15. And when it gets to 15, you're just going to do the same. I know everybody might not be that good at math, but just do the same equation. If you got 15 people that then maybe add one, one more to the front. So now you got five up front. You got four 
um, toward the middle. Then you got three and then, you know, so on and so forth. It's, you, you'll figure it out. You're smart enough to figure it out. But that's all you're doing. You're just adding these people and stacking these people and stacking them and stacking them um, in the shows. And, and, and you'll start to notice that you'll start getting reactions from people that don't know you because it feels like you have a packed house of, of um, supporters at your show. Now, that's better than have 10 people at the very front that's killing it. Yeah, you're having a good time, but it shows when you have 10 people up front, everybody knows that, hey, they came with this guy. They came with this girl. Right. But if you stack them and you move them across all of the, the, the whole floor of the whole venue, then now it it looks a little bit more organic. It looks a little uh, it looks realer. It looks like, hey, this is in, this is not intentional. This here is as organic as possible. These people uh, really love what's going on. So you want to stack your shows. And it's, it's, it's not hard to do. Most of you guys are already going to have two or three people um, it, it, that, that want to come support. Start there. It's the same same type of thing. So if you only got three people, you're going to start with two people up front and one person in the middle. You're just making your triangle a little bit um, wider, you know, as as that you add more people it's going to get a little bit bigger. But, um, you know, if you only have three, then spread them out, have one dead left, one dead right. And then one person in the middle. that's a little bit toward the middle um, of the pack of people. And so now you have a triangle effect where there's somebody going off at each corner of the stage that that works better than having 10 people right in front of the stage. And it definitely works way better than having 10 people on stage with you at the same time that's not going to do anything but cause confusion yeah it might look good it might feel good the energy might be there you think the energy is there but what you're going to come to notice is that you're performing for your homeboys and you're not performing for the audience and it's going to show you're going to turn around and, and you're just you know if somebody if you have 10 people on stage you're going to at some point turn around and you're performing to them you're rocking with them you're, you're jumping with them you're getting the energy to them you're not giving the energy to the people that came to see you perform and it's all about giving the energy to the people outside of the stage not on stage but the people that are watching the stage you want to give them the energy don't give the energy to the people that are on stage no they're already with you. They're rocking with you regardless. They're going to come to every show that you're at. They're going to come and see you perform. They're going to be at the studio when you're creating these records. They're going to be there. You're trying to get the people that are out on the outside of the stage, the people that are watching you perform. So you give them all the energy. Leave. You want to give them so much energy that they leave going like to their car and they're looking up your music and they're playing it on the way home. That's what you want to happen, right? We're in a digital space where it's nothing. Everyone has either Spotify Apple Music or Tidal. Everybody has one of the three. That's just the age that we're living in right now. So if you're one of those people that have anything, first off, your music needs to be in those places. Number two, um, have your music available for everyone. So once they leave, they can find it, have it where they can easily get to it. So if you're giving them something as simple as a business card or a, Q, a card with a QR reader that has all of that information on it, where they can scan it or they can easily go to a SoundCloud link or your social media. We've had podcasts in the past that tell you about simplifying those names. I told you my personal mistake was not simplifying my name straight out the den is very difficult. I have to spell it out. Every time I, I give out my social media it's one of the worst things that I could have done. I stuck with it. it. It's starting to become a little bit more prevalent and you guys can can realize it and recognize it a little bit more. But it was hard. It was a hard fault journey to get to that point. And so what I'm saying is don't go through that if you don't have to. 
right? You can figure that out a whole lot earlier by giving words that are very simple um, and making your social media very simple that anybody can spell it from your grandmother to your mom, to your little brother, to your niece, to your kid. Everybody can spell it. It's very simple and easy to find. That's a whole nother podcast. If you look through the archives, you'll find that information there. But back to what we're talking about here. Make your music available so when they leave your show, they can go and click on it, find it, and go to listening to it. That's what you want. And if you're you're being effective at your shows, you'll get that type of energy. You'll get exactly what you need at that exact moment. And now, trust me, it's not something that you're going to be able to do and it's going to happen immediately. You're going to have to put in work. You're going to have to keep performing at these shows. You're going to have to keep asking people to come out uh, and see you perform. And, you know, you're going to have to have supporters. You're just going to have to do that. Uh, but once you're at a steady pace, so when you're getting 10 to 15 people to show up and support, remember the stack effect. You want to stack those fans, uh, stack your homeboys in the crowds, stack your homegirls in the crowd, stack anybody that's there to see you perform. Make sure you stack them. And this is going to require some rehearsal. Rehearse this this tactic. Do it. Uh, Trust me, it's definitely going to give a different vibe. And I'll put it like this. Right. If you're performing, one of the best things that you can learn how to do if you're if you're performing is, like I said before, performing uh, to to an audience. Right. And so imagine if you're in a space where your homeboys are kind of stacked and you have people in the uh, the front, the right, the left in the middle of the stage. If you don't know anybody else in the audience, you know, those people. So when you perform and you're looking at those people while you're performing, everybody that's in your eye view are going to think that you're performing to them. Same thing when you look to the middle, everybody's going to think that you're performing to them. When you look to the left, everyone's going to think that you're performing to them. When in actuality, you're only vibing off of the energy of your homeboys or homegirls in the audience. Audience members are not going to know that. They're going to think that you're vibing with them and it's going to force people to want to move. And when you got people forced to move, they're going to just create that energy that's going to feed back to you. You're going to give off more energy. It's going to be a better performance. And I guarantee with a little bit of practice, a little bit of rehearsal and performing as many times as you possibly can, you're going to see the difference in your live shows and you're going to see the difference in the response of the people. Uh, So that's it this week. So short, sweet, simple. Thanks to King Jay for for the motivation and for um, uh, for the inspiration uh, of putting that on Facebook, because I'm telling you, it really drove me to want to talk to you guys about that. So I know it's short. I know it's sweet, but hopefully you got everything that you needed. Um, I quick announcement. I told you guys about the hotline six, seven, eight, eight, seven, two, 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 seven. Call that number, leave a message or text that number if you have a question that you want me to ask or ask me and I can get right back to you. But leave that voicemail, speak on the podcast. We're going to play them on the podcast and let people talk at will. Say what you want to say. If it's good, if it's dope, we're going to play it. Uh, if we have a week where we don't get any voicemails, then guess what? We won't play any voicemails. It's, it's just that simple. But I'm encouraging you guys to, to send those voicemails in. It's 678-872-2227. I want to hear from you. I want to be as interactive as possible with our audience. And I know you guys are listening because you do comment and tell us, but Hey, now I have a new vehicle. I want you to leave a message and tell us how much you're enjoying the podcast. Shout out your business. I don't care, man. If it's dope and you're talking about something, we're going to put it on the, on the show. So once again, it's 678-872-2227. As always, thank you guys for listening. I really do appreciate it. Um, You're coming along with this journey and 
uh, it's been a, it's been a great ride. Uh, we do have some things that are coming up that's going to be super dope. I'm waiting on some stuff to come in first before I can can shoot that to you. But trust me, you guys are going to want to get involved with this. It, it's super dope, uh, and it's a long time coming. It's something that we've um, been wanting to do for a while, and, and the idea of of some type of product uh, that we've been wanting to do for a while. And so I've just kind of just been testing the market, seeing what I like, what I don't like. And I think I found something that, that I really like that I want to share with you guys. But as soon as I get it, you guys will be able to get it. But until then, stay tuned. And as always, if you have a dream, pray on that dream, research that dream, and work until that dream becomes reality. I'm Jay Good at Straight Out the Den. This is the Straight Out the Den podcast. Thank you for listening. See you guys next week.